Michiana's first, best, and only show dedicated to craft beer and drinking music. Cool brews, hot tunes. This is music to my beers. Music to my beers on Real Rock 103.9, The Bear. Good morning and welcome to Music to My Beers. I am Zach Miller with Warren Cluck. We come to you every Sunday here on Real Rock 103.9 The Bear to bring you some craft beer chit-chat, also some music that you can listen to, whether you're hanging out, brewing beer, drinking beer, or on your way to church. Or on your way to church. (laughs) It's our pre-church program. Uh, Thank you for joining us. But yeah, we got a lot to talk about, man. We got to talk about uh, our Dark Lord allocation for earlier this week. Oh, boy. And we're sitting here waiting. I think there's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we find out when and uh, who got uh, in for the Prop Day Lottery this year. So and it's very different, so we'll talk about that as well. Yeah, it is. It's it's different, but I, I think at first I thought this sucks, but uh, once I've been through the process, I thought, okay, this is kind of the way um, things are going to work. So we'll talk more about that. We have a lot to talk about, and we got some fun beer to drink. Our split one this week comes from way down south, so we're excited about that. Thanks for joining us. A couple of things that we've got to talk about. I mean, this is the last weekend before Halloween. Which next? Oh, next week awesome. our show falls on Halloween. That'll be exciting. We'll do a special trick or treat edition of Music to Buy Beers, and also I was thinking that uh, the next couple of weeks we might have a show on the road. Uh, uh, this might be. At first, this sounds very unsafe, but I assure you, it will be safe because. Uh, you and I are going to go on November 11th to pick up our order of Dark Lord allotment for this year. So I thought it'd be fun if we recorded the show on the way to go. Dude, yes, totally. <laughs> yeah, That'd be awesome. Us pulling up at the window, us uh, uh, getting our beer, and then our and we'll we'll break down what kind of allotments we got. But uh, you and I were both able to last. It was funny. I didn't f- because Dark Lord tickets went on sale earlier this week. It was Monday mm-hmm. at eight o'clock central or eight o'clock our time, seven o'clock central. And I remember last year it took us several days for that Dark Lord to sell out. Yeah, and I hopped out it immediately last year. And I thought, cool, I got my allotment, and then it didn't sell out for three three uh, days. <laughs> you and I were both texting back and forth that afternoon. We're like, you get your allotment, I got my allotment. I was up north, and and so we were in several different uh, areas and just chatting. But yeah, you're right. When I got back, I'm like. Oh, it's still for sale? Yeah. And then uh, this, so this year, I just happened to be awake at 8 o'clock, and I thought, I'll just get it now and get it taken care of. And I texted you. I'm like, hey, man, Dark Lord tickets went on sale. Mm-hmm. And all of the Dark Lord 2021 allotments sold out in 44 minutes. And you know where I was when you texted me? I was, do not disturb on the road, coming back from up north again. This driving. text sent for my Nissan Ultima. <laughs> And it it sucked because I got back and then um, I realized that everything had sold out for 2021. But I did get an allotment from the 2020 edition, so I'm in for that. And uh, and I thought that was cool that they brought it back. And I'm I'm sure that they made a lot more last year than they did this year. Maybe that's why it all sold out as quickly as it did because they were like, oh man, we're we're left with the 2020 edition still yet this year. So why would we make? As much as we made last year, why not just like tone it down a little bit? I'm still excited because I don't know what kind of variants I'm going to get with that. Yeah, and uh, and since it was like the next day that the uh, the 2020s all sold out, so mm-hmm. everything's locked up. But I'm just excited to go and, and kind of you know get a little bit of normalcy. But it's nice to you know zip by three Floyds and remember the good times. Oh my goodness, yeah, the, the our old stomping grounds on a, a Saturday in May, April. When it was just raining and people were getting, you know, schnockered and in line, trying a bunch of different stuff, but having a good time doing it. Yeah, and it, it was fun. I went to the uh, casino last weekend at Four Winds, uh, right here at South Bend, and they have zombie t- zombie dust on tap at uh, both bars at both ends. So, Dang. yeah, it was it was fun because it had been a while since I had some zombie dust, and you kind of have it, and you take a sip, and you think, oh yeah, man, I remember it's. Uh, <laughs> 
But other than other than the new uh, their barbarian uh, hazy that they released earlier in the year. That's just mm-hmm. about the only three Floyds I really consume is zombie dust on tap when I, when I can find it. But the barbarian yeah. haze is, I think it's, it's pretty great, but uh, I've actually never had it. It's, yeah, it's, it's really good. It's very much in the lines of like a, uh, of a foggy geezer or like bells official somewhere in that wheelhouse, a little hoppier. Oh, okay. Um, tasty nonetheless. And it's always available in six packs. But uh, other than those two, uh, dark Lord's really the only, only three Floyds beer that I'm consuming a ton of these days, Ooh, you know, what or I trying said? to buy a lot of these days. Dark. Well, the dark Lord is like, like they're king. I mean, that's what they were known for for a long time. But you know what I've been consuming or consu- consuming for the last uh, couple of weeks? Sounds like liquor, but go ahead. Yes, very much. Uh, but also Munsterfest. Have you had their their version of the Oktoberfest? Are you Again, into that at all? No, I'm not an Oktoberfest guy. So you only I, got one more week. If somebody <laughs> offer, if somebody offers me one, I'll accept it. But I don't ever go out and say I need six of these Oktoberfests. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's so good. It's one of my favorite Oktoberfests. Between that and then I've got some others that I'll throw in the pick six. But it's we're we're coming down the line now with you know October being almost over. It's hard to believe that it's I, over the summer. Bad. I picked up uh, three Floyds had a salted chocolate, a salted caramel. Porter, chocolate porter. Ooh, that what they was released. That called? Uh, I forget what it's called offhand. I've still got one left, but those those were pretty great. Porter's always a fun change of pace beer. You're like, yeah. all right, ah, need to mix things up, have a nice palate cleanser, and move on. But um, it's also a, a beer that I think uh, hasn't been explored as much as maybe some of the other styles have as well. But uh, I'm looking forward to the 11th, and I think we're gonna we'll do it safely. Maybe yeah. I'll drive, and Zach will record, but we'll talk. Oh yeah. Oh, and, and with the technology these days, we can totally take a, an iPad or even just a phone and, and record the entire show. So let's do that. Uh, one thing, we talked about Three Floyd's Dark Lord Day a little bit, and we're going to uh, talk more about that. Obviously, maybe we'll do a show on the road coming up. But another thing that happened this week is Goose Island opened up their Proprietor's Day lottery. You texted me about this. And in years past, how it's worked is uh, Proprietor's, if you're un- unfamiliar, is a, a variety of their Bourbon County stout line that they release, and it's a Chicago exclusive. Yeah. You got to be there. It's it was it's meant as a sort of a, a toast to Chicago residents for making this beer as popular as it has over the years. And as it's grown and become more desirable, I think people hold like 2016 or 14 is like one of the best props they've they've ever had. Yeah. Did you get your hands on one of those? You you've been a collector for some years now and I've had, have you made trades? I've had 13, 14, 15 was uh not available because of uh infection, but Ooh. 16, 17. I try to get them all and it's it's, it's like a Pokémon thing. You're <laughs> like I just want to keep my yeah. keep my my verticals going, but uh in years past how it's worked is you've gone on a Goose Island's website, the lottery's been open for a week. You can enter one email address, your email address every day during the lottery so five days ergo five entries and i would do mine and i would enter my wife's and she was always the one that won the prop day tickets (laughs) that's how i scroll my way in i'm like i'll pay i'm like i'll get a hotel room everything else can i just use your email address but this year they did something different where they ran the lottery not through goose island's uh website but they did it through the and i hope it's an app i don't know how to pronounce it it's it's o-o-z-n-r i think it's osner osner or just o-z-n-r but um it looks like I did some, I did some digging around because my first thought was, oh, great, another app that I have to have another account name and password for. I hate this. Yeah, and you click onto it, and there's all kinds of offers, but you have to go to your city or, like, the city that you're closest to. And they've got, like, literally everything from Atlanta to Akron to Cleveland, Fort Wayne's even on there, Louisville. I mean, you name it, places out in uh, California, Santa Rosa. And it's like... Like, I'm just clicking on one, and it's, like, the offers. So you can go to, like, a 10th anniversary tasting at Moore Brewing Company out of, like, Huntley, Illinois. 
but that's how they did it this year with the Goose Island. Yeah, and our and our buddy R. Gibby, a big friend of the music to my beers. Uh, I know that he's he's done a lot of online uh, trades and shopping. So I texted him. I said, "Have you heard of this app? Am I downloading something that's not safe, or what is this?" <laughs> and he's like, "No, actually, it's great." And the more I got it, I downloaded it and created a profile so I could get my hands on Prop Day tickets. And the more I, I'm dinking around in this, I have another app. It's AXS that I use for ticket concert tickets. Oh yeah, and it's almost set up the exact same way. Oh really? You pick a city, pick a pick a band, and it'll show you what's available, where they are. You buy tickets right through it. It's all secure, and it also holds your tickets. So I, I don't need to get sent anything. I just pop open the app the day of the show. Right now, I've got tickets to see Ministry in Cleveland on April Fool's Day, Whoa. but they're sitting right there. I've got you know Bikini Kill tickets for Royal Oak. They're all right there. This OZNR app or Osner works the exact same way, only with craft beer. A couple of things that have changed this year for the Goose Island Prop Days: you can't enter Multiple five times. No. Yeah, you, you can't. It's it's I'll just use my work email, my <clears throat> personal email, my girlfriend. Yeah. My wife. Well, and, and it cuts down on that, which is which was <laughs> unfortunately or fortunately how I weaseled my way in the last couple of years. So it levels the playing field. Everybody gets one entry. And I know what you're thinking, but what's stopping you from downloading? You know, getting eight different profiles in the same app or, or getting the app on different devices is that when you sign up for the Goose Island Prop Day Lottery, you need to enter your payment information, yeah, uh, your yeah. card number. So if you do win, you'll be immediately charged, <laughs> and they'll say, hey, you've won. You'll get a push notification coming up on Wednesday after the lottery closes. But two, it prevents a lot of gaming the system. And you and I remember buying Dark Lord tickets and getting in on other limited releases in the past where you're like, I'm on my phone, I've got a tablet, I've got a desktop, my wife's phone, and the work phone. And we're all open on the same thing. We're all trying to get to get in queue. This cuts down on a lot of that. But it also, you feel like you can't get an edge. You're like, yeah. no, I'm just like everybody else. You know, there's one guy on his phone trying to get in. I've got six devices. So for better or for worse, I think it's made things more fair. But uh, going forward, at least, it'll have streamlined a lot of this stuff. And uh, I hope it eliminates a lot of problems, but also a lot of people, you know, squeezing out the the everyman. Which, well, you know, what I'm a little afraid of is that we're now within a payment period of two like beer releases, and so I've already spent one sixty on the one. Yep. If another one drops, I might need to transfer some funds to make sure that they're available on the Wednesday that they drop, just in case. That's the other thing because you put your payment information in there, and so they can basically take the payment out anytime they want. I think uh, it will give you the option and, oh, okay. of saying, hey, I, I decline this or, hey, <laughs> I want this. But this year, for, are you sure you want to? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's $130 is what you're on the hook for when you enter yeah, your payment which information. Which is not bad at all. And for that price, if you win, you'll get, um, well, for starters, the Prop Day 2021 Commemorative Snifter. Ooh. One bottle of the 2021 Bourbon County Cherrywood Stout. That a, sounds delicious. A bottle of the 2021 Bourbon County 14 Stout. And uh, two bottles of their 2021 Proprietors Bourbon County Stout. So I think for one, two, three, four bottles and a glass, 130 bucks. It's not, it's not too bad. No, that's not going to break the bank. And that's like a collector's edition too. You know of of what you're getting, and you roll up to some beer shares with that beer, and people are going to want to be like, hey, I want to shake your hand. I like <laughs> I like the way a lot of breweries will throw in glassware because it seems at the time you're like, yeah, cool. But you get home, and like, how many snifters have you found yourself using at home? Oh, like one. I have one of my favorite snifters, and that's about it. It's all I use, because it's big enough to hold the entire beer. And if it, if there's anything that's like a little tasting thing, I don't want it. Because what are you going to put in there? Half of a beer? Yeah. No. Maybe, maybe a little uh, little taster of whiskey to, to carry around the house, but uh, I, I'm that's excited. So so we'll we'll find out Wednesday whether we're, we're big winners or not. Maybe we can uh, chit-chat about that uh, and maybe... 
lick our wounds and lament how we got shut out this year. Uh, it's the app's fault, but I am hoping this year it would be nice to legitimately Warren wins his way in and I don't have to like tail tail you know piggyback on somebody else. It would be awesome. Oh, that's the other thing that I wonder. So if you win, can you take somebody with you? I don't know. Uh, oh, okay. The way it appears to me on the app is if you win, then only Zach gets the uh, right to buy one ticket. Whether or not that'll give you the opportunity, because in years past, if you've won, it'll say, do you want one or would you like to buy two? Yeah. And I'm always like, two, two, always Mm -hmm. two, two, Mm -hmm. two, 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 two. So, but uh, it's in the same boat as Dark Lord Day, where it's it's good, the beer's great, it's exciting to get, but man, you missed the day. Prop Day was a ton of fun. They Uh. shut down that Clybourne Street Brewery, and they open it up. You could taste all the different props they had. There's amazing food, there's live music, and it's just, it's it's fun, because that, that one's always later in the year, around Black Friday, where it's cold out it's yeah. perfect stout weather and you're outdoors so you bundle up and you have a good time and then you can parlay that into a fun weekend in chicago so fingers crossed though okay fingers crossed that we both get in and then we can go out and experience this road trip then again yeah that'd be fun born and zach's travels we'll start yeah. our, we'll start our own food network series called like you know driving to releases and spending money we're gonna regret blowing later it's okay. and now a thinly veiled reason to talk about more alcohol let's take our beers to the movie with music to my beers b movie it's okay so this basically the way this rating system works is if this is one of the best movies you've ever seen you're gonna give it one beer if it's one of the worst movies you've ever seen you'll give it 12 beers because it's an absolute drain pour and the movie that we picked you you uh you brought back a was it 2009 classic that came out? I think it was even earlier than that. I think it was 2007 or 8. Oh man, I, I remember seeing this in theaters. Paranormal and, Activity. Whew. Now that is that it'll make you poop your pants. Yeah. <laughs> if you've never seen it. Yeah, do you want to go like first? Or, you want to go first or should I go first? Uh I'll I'll go first. Um right. I had a a pretty tasty beer um, a couple of weeks ago, and I got it at Hop Station. I went there, and I was talking to Casey. I was like, dude, just hook me up. I'm ready for some lagers, and I'm ready for some hard seltzers. And one of the lagers that he hooked me up with was the, uh, it's called Pax Verum. Yeah, pa- yeah, Pax Verum, I think. Yeah, Motorboat. They've had a lot of that brewery down at Hop Station as of late. I think those guys are hot on it. It is so good. It's clean, crisp. It was perfect um, when I had it just a couple of weeks ago because it was nice and warm and, and hot out. But if you're looking for a, a lager in the craft beer scene, I would definitely throw that one in there. I'm going to give it a four-pack of that because Paranormal Activity, while it's not my favorite scary movie, it's definitely one that moved the needle. And you're like, wow, this production company must have spent like a a couple bucks on making this movie because it's all like it's it's you know seen from the the first person third person you like done on um like baby monitors kind of is what like the screen looks like when, when they actually go dark and i mean i know it's all acting and stuff but they did a really really good job of um making that believable because i went home and then i started checking in every closet locking every door twice, checking it. I never wanted to be um, really alone for a while. And, and when I saw it in theaters, man, it just, it blew me away. I sat, I think I sat front row for that one too. It was scary. Um, I, th- this was the movie that made me tap out on horror movies. I was, I was always a big fan of horror movies growing up. The, the franchises, mm-hmm. the Freddy's, the Jason's, the, uh, uh, the Michael Myers, the Halloween and all that. But I went and saw Paranormal Activity, and I saw it in the br- in the middle of the day. It was a matinee, 
and there was so there were three other people i think in the theater and you know you walk outside it's bright as hell out then you yeah. walk in and it's dark and i i always thought that watching a horror movie in the middle of the day if you're not a big fan of horror is the best way to take it in oh yeah but when you're in a theater you're closed off from the world man it's dark and that's all it is and it took you there <clears throat> yeah and, and one of the one of the, the parts of horror movies i don't like is fear of the unseen oh and, yeah you know, and if you you've read anything about cinema then you know that uh, one of the reasons that jaws was so scary is the you couldn't see the shark for the longest portion of the movie jaws well, like 52 a, minutes or something yeah, like jaws that? didn't make an appearance to almost an hour in and oh my goodness it was because the shark wouldn't work when they were making it they couldn't get the mechanical <laughs> jaws to work so they had to change the story a little bit and change the way um change the way they shot it and, so and it made what, it scary yeah and the music was the shark from the shark's perspective but that that to me was terrifying and paranormal activity is a movie that is almost 100 percent unseen terror mm-hmm. things moving and every time night comes you're like oh here we go oh and you get so stressed out because the events will happen at night you wake up during the day there's the reaction and the night's coming again uh-huh. and you know it's going to be worse and i walked out of that theater thinking that's it, man. I was legitimately scared, like physically scared during that movie. Yeah. <laughs> and so hats off to the filmmakers. And we were talking about it on the show I was on. And uh, the, the film studio sent us advanced copies of Paranormal Activity 2. Oh, boy. Never watched it. I just gave it away. I'm like, nope, I don't need to worry about this. And oh. uh, the subsequent movies I haven't checked out either. So if I'm going to watch this again, I'm going to need to steal my nerves. So I'm going to reach for a six pack of 11% Bell's Double Two Hearted. Oh, yeah. Because I'll have to be good and drunk before I, I calm down a little bit. And hopefully, if I have all six, I'll doze off. I won't even finish the movie because the last five minutes are absolutely terrifying. Oh, that movie freaks me out still to this day. I haven't seen it since seen it in movie theaters. And it was one of those great low-budget horror movies where it, it they were able to create a much bigger budget terror off very little money. So mm-hmm. it's like in the, the vein of the Blair Witch Project, other low-budget movies that went on to make yeah. a ton of money. But damn, dude, no thank you. All the saws. Yeah, Saw's oh. another one. Initially, it didn't cost a lot, and then it's blown into a huge franchise. But oh man, yeah, Saw though it's seen. You see yeah. what's happening. It's a lot of like character psychology. But man, if you can't see it, I'm I'm not about that life. Son. That's why I don't want to go into escape rooms anymore. Yeah, so, that, <laughs> so that's me running up the stairs quickly after I turn off the lights from doing laundry. And we are pretty much everywhere when it comes to the music to my beers empire. From the Facebook page to our Facebook group, we're on Twitter and Instagram where you can catch uh, Beer Shirt Thursday there and uh, Warren's beautiful Crooked Union 2021 beer shirt. I yeah, love that. I, uh, I, I was in the Crooked Union the very first year that the brewery opened, but I had since become very lazy and did not join. So the last time I was in, I thought, you know what? I need to get... I need to get back in because back on it. One, you get the shirt, and sadly, I've outgrown the very first U shirt that I had. Aww, Aww. So I, I wanted a new one to work in the rotation. But also, you get uh, two fifty pints on uh, a certain day of the week. You get a free pint for joining. You get yeah. You get they the, have a bunch of really good deals. Yeah, for this the, year you get the cool club. the cool camping cup. And when I'm at the Crooked U, I also get a larger pint than everybody else because <laughs> I'm a union <laughs> member. Yeah. I'm better than you. <laughs> Let me just sign my union, slide my union card over. That's awesome, man. I'm I'm. You're kind of talking me into it. I know that it's, we're like halfway through the year, but we're close enough, you and I both, on that south side, we could become union buddies. Yeah. Well, yeah. maybe you can join, Zach, and you can come to the meetings, but until then, um, may I just have to tell you about them because, yeah. uh, well, it's union. Not a part it's, of it. It's union business. I love that. So you can check out Beer Shirt Thursday and participate in the fun. You can just hashtag Beer Shirt Thursday on Instagram there. Find us on Twitter at Music To My Beers. Um, the Music To My Beers Facebook group is always kind of lively with who's drinking what, where you at. I think I saw somebody in Spokane. Did I, did I say that right? Yeah. Yes. I was going to say Spokane, but then I 
I thought twice about that. Um, and then also, uh, we're on Untapped. So if you want to tap into what we're drinking, just uh, find Warren at Man Bear Cluck. I am at Dad Beers. And we'd love to cheers with whatever you're drinking, whatever the goods are that, that week. And, and Zach does a great job podcasting the show every Monday. So if you miss some of it or you want to relive what we were talking about, why you want to do that, I have no idea. Then yeah. You can uh, do do that anywhere podcasts are. You can get a Google Play. You can get it on uh, Apple, wherever. Just search Music to My Beers. Yeah, it's just about 40 minutes of us shooting the stuff. Perfect. Round so up. there we go. Be our friend on the internet. Listen to our show on the radio, and uh, we will do likewise. Let's split one next, okay? Every week, Zach and I will highlight one beer. We'll get our live thoughts on it. Whoa. Sorry, engineers. Uh, that one went a little crazier. A little bit. I'll um, clean it up. The wow. beer The beer this week comes to us from Savannah, Georgia. It is a beer brewed specifically for the Savannah Bananas Minor League Baseball team, <laughs> brewed for them by Service Brewing down in Savannah. Oh, this looks delicious. So it says, now with twice the bananas. Oh, okay, cool. Well, that was the most well, unenthusiastic. Oh, oh. Like, you know, I, I will say right now before I even take a sip of this, I am not necessarily the biggest fan of the banana bread uh, beer from oh, no, dude, I English ha- toffee. Like, place. I hate it. Yeah. And I don't even like some beers that uh, where you get kind of a wisp of banana and clove like Bell's uh, Winter White used to be a great example. Where just that whole thing. Such a Belgian thing. Th- it is. But this is I don't understand where the twice the bananas come into play because you'll have a little bit. Hmm. Yeah, and you, you get you get definitely ba- get that. It's like the esters that you get. It's that very like estery smell that comes off of any Belgian. Yeah, you see a straight up banana beer, and you think this is going to taste like laffy taffy banana only with beer, <sighs> and it's got a, a nice, really uh, opaque amber color that's got a nice clear white head on it. Uh, let's go ahead and try it. The mm. uh, Savannah banana beer. Wow. It's different than you'd think, isn't it? Yeah. I could actually chug one of these. Yeah. It's That's delicious. It clocks in at 4.6%, and um, it's it's it, it's ale brewed with bananas, but the bananas, you're right with the esters. It's kind of like a background sort of frame a mm-hmm. little bit for just, yeah. a, for just a good old-fashioned classic ale. Yeah, and it kind of has like a funkiness to it. Like I'm getting, I, definitely on the tail end of the sip, I got a, a little bit of the banana flavor, but... Um, when I'm when I'm breathing out, and uh, it, it definitely has a little bit uh, a slight horse blanket flavor to it. And I know that Round Barn does a, a beer here specifically for the South Bend Cubs, and uh, oh, this is tradesies. Yeah, this is the same kind of setup where we've got the brewery down in Savannah doing one for the Savannah Bananas. It's got their little logo on there. Their jerseys are hilarious, but um, you know, I, they said it here on the label too. You know, it's brewed twice the bananas, but it's a refreshing session beer. I would drink this on a hot summer night for sure. This is this is really good. Hey, I'll admit, and uh, a friend of mine, Bruce, brought these back from Savannah and said, uh, "Try these." And he had never tried it; he hadn't even tried one yet. And my first thought when he handed me a six pack of bananas was like, "Oh, yeah. I don't know if that was necessary, bro." But thanks a lot. <laughs> and then I got home and had one, and I I was pleasantly surprised. You're right; at four point six, it's sessionable, but it's also chuggable. It doesn't leave you any kind of overpowering banana forward scent. There's nothing mm-hmm. on the back end that leaves you with that kind of, I need to swallow something else to get rid of this. It's a very well done beer. And you know what it reminds me of too? Now that I'm kind of chewing on it a little bit, it kind of tastes like banana chips. Are you a fan of banana chips? Are those the freeze like, dried? Yeah. They're kind of like salted and stuff too. Um, I love them. Like when you pick them up at the store and they're, they're, a nice, they're a nice alternative to potato chips. I love the fried plantains and stuff like that, but... It kind of tastes like the banana chips that I used to get at the farmer's market growing up as a kid. 
Um, does this take man, you back to your uh, youth does. in Georgia? It really does. Yeah, in Savannah of all places. You know, you want to know something funny? I grew up in Georgia. I've never been to Savannah. Fun ever. fact, Zach Fun Miller fact. grew up in Georgia, never been to Savannah. Mm-mm. Been to Tybee Island. Um, I've sworn a lot driving through Atlanta. Oh, you always will. Yeah, down mm. 75 there, going to Florida. But Atlanta's one of those bypass cities that's kind of becoming a hip, cool place to visit now, too. So next time, you're, next time stop by. It's also the home of hip-hop in America, son. Is it really? Right now, I think so. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, welcome to Atlanta where the players play. <laughs> <laughs> Manager's picks times. I throw in three. My boy Zach Miller throws in three, and that's our mixer sixer for the week. Could be beers that we've had that we don't care for. Could be beers we're excited to try, and could be beers that uh, we're... Maybe we're hoping we can get our hands on. Yeah, coming back to every single year. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what I do. Do you want to go? I'll go first. You go first? Okay, go for Yeah, it. the first one I'm going to throw in this week is a, a logger that I've come back to after a little bit away is Salmon Pants from uh, our buddies at War Pigs. Oh, goodness, that's so good. That was one of the first craft loggers that I had that I thought, you know what? I can probably do without Budweiser for the rest of ever because I've got this amazing logger right here. And it's the perfect lawn mowing beer. It's the oh, perfect... Yeah leaf raking beer which we're getting into yeah and then snow throwing beer too yeah and i I also like that they've uh, made it available in six packs of tall boys which is uh really yeah oh no wonder because um super super bear fran yeah her name bear super fran walked in here a minute ago (laughs) before while we weren't uh on on and she looked at the cans of the savannah banana which by the way are 12 ounce regular beer cans you guys are just drinking baby beers she's like why are those cans so small i was like well fran you drunk that's the size of a normal beer can but uh, i do like a salmon pants comes in 16 uh, ounce cans and it's in a six pack yeah it fits great the beer fridge and it's it's a good go-to or if or if you don't maybe you don't want it to go a whole night of hazies you just want to have some beer and chill Mm -hmm. out and perfect for tailgating too very yeah very yeah. perfect for tailgating the next beer i'm gonna throw in and i'm uh, i'm gonna start i have to reorganize my beer cellar because it's starting to get a bit out of hand and i gotta make some space for some upcoming uh incoming beers mm-hmm. but i'm gonna throw in uh anything uh from transients buckley release this year because Ooh. i bought the full allotment i got 12 and mm-hmm. i've given two away and i had one but i haven't tried all of them yet oh yeah so i'm really excited to get into those because that's a, a release because it fell so close to dark lord day typically mm-hmm. i would be financially tapped and i'm like i can't do two big beer releases no in the no. same weekend but thankfully you had the summer now because it was released like yeah. right around that time right yeah they Back did it May? they did it with dark lord day was what should have normally happened so i was able to, to jump in and actually get in some and transients a brewery we don't give a ton of love to on this show and we should maybe make some time uh to get up to bridgman and i would and love that bring a bunch back because I have not had a bad beer from Transient Artisan Ales ever. No. They, and then they do some really good stuff. Oh, by the way, thank you for the Buckley, too, because I'm one of the ones that was a recipient of that beer. And I actually I had it uh, when we broke uh, the – not broke ground, but uh, finished up the basement. So my neighbor across the street, he loves stouts. And I was like, dude, I'm going to save this one. When you finish the basement, let's enjoy it together. And we did. My wife and him and I, we all sat down, and it was a fantastic beer. The one that I that I have had is the Canuckley, which was their uh, their Canadian maple variant. Oh, yeah. All, but it's all great, but I've got nine of the 12 left, so I'm, I want to so buckle good. down. Yeah, and I want to make it the first beer I drink, and I want to sit down, and maybe I'll even get to some of those this week as I get, you know, my I've had a crazy October, so it'll be nice to kind of get back to normal and have one of those. Yeah. I just sit there and think. I've got uh, I've got a bar, a two-top downstairs in my basement now, like similar to that table in the corner with four bar stools, kind of like a, a mini tasting area. Next, There's no TV. There's no music. 
just a chill out and listen to the dryer in the other room area yeah. <laughs> for now. So my plan is during basement construction in the winter, that's going to be why I sort of like post up. I've had enough or I finished something good, but I'm going to work through those. Let's and- do, do it. We should do a basement dweller show. And break out some stuff because we can hit chill in my basement, chill in your basement. Be yeah, cool. the cellar dwellers. Yeah, and the other one I'm going to throw in is a three Floyds that I mentioned earlier in the show, and actually I had the the name and escaped me, but it's a uh, salted caramel barley wine with vanilla beans and cocoa nibs. And Interesting. Yeah, it's called Pillar of Beasts, and it's thirteen point seven. Wow. Yeah, and the thing that shocked me is it was relatively inexpensive. I picked up a six-pack of it uh, when I was headed out of town. I was going back to Kalamazoo. I wanted to take some some stuff with me, and I brought a ton of it back. We actually didn't get a time to drink a whole bunch of beer. But it's really, really good. It's got that nice, thin kind of porter body, but it still has a lot of that little cocoa finish. Ooh. The vanilla is very forward and up front. And the salted caramel I didn't get a whole lot of, but it's interesting. And it's also um, it's a lot of ABV for not a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, well, I love that. The best bang for your buck. So, it's typically that and Lagunitas. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So those are my three. Uh, Zachary, the floor cool. is yours. All right. For my three, I'm going to throw in uh, a couple. What? Well, one, you know, beers we come back to, and time and time again, I don't know what it is. I absolutely love it. Fat Tire from New Belgium is one of my all-time favorite beers. It's just, it's perfect for this season. It's perfect for any season, really. But right now, just kind of that amber ale. I love the biscuity flavor of it. The fact that there's not a whole lot of hops, especially in this time when, you know, I, I like hops in the summer all the time. I like hops and crisp, clean lagers. But um, for Fat Tire, it's just kind of got that breadiness to it. And it just, it it makes me feel, it's like a comfort beer. I'll oh, say that about it. Yeah. Mm, like mom's cooking. Yeah, exactly. Uh, next one I'm going to throw in is one that I found from Streetside. It is a hoppy, hazy IPA, and I think it clocks in uh, at an 8%. And it's called Subra from Streetside. Cool. It's 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 really, really good. If you see that one, I'm, any Streetside, have you, you've had a few of those, right? I'd have to look. They've kind of got the S. I refuse to do it right now. Yeah, no, it's the S with the uh, the red, um, the red S there on the can, almost like a Superman hanging from the top. It's really good. If you find anything, from you know, the I think side. I have. I yeah. think I have. And they they've just recently come into this area because I haven't seen them for a good long time. But when I found Subra, um, I definitely wanted to try that and throw that into the mix. And then last but not least, since we are in October, we've only got a few more weeks left of here or a few go. more days left here of an Oktoberfest drinking. Here's Zach's grosso pick. I don't know if it's pronounced Franz or Franz, and it's Rheingeist Oktoberfest. Probably Franz. Yeah. It's German. <laughs> it's German. Yeah. Hans so. and Franz. Hans and Franz. Uh, but pick that one up, especially if you're a fan of Oktoberfest. Um, I liken it to a little bit like the Sam Adams Oktoberfest. But a Where does little... the Sam Adams fall on your list of Oktoberfest that you like? Because oh, I, I, it's been around forever, but I don't, I don't hear you talk about it a whole lot. No, it, no. <laughs> I should talk about it more because it's one of, one of my favorites, actually. And I've, I've been in a liquor store before where a guy walks up and he's like, he walks out with three or four cases of the Sam Adams Oktoberfest. He's like, it's my all-time favorite beer. And it is one of those that um, it drinks a little bit like a Sam Adams. You can definitely tell they come from the same brewery. It just kind of has that that same kind of yeast that they use. But for Oktoberfest, they add a little bit of a different, um, I don't know if it's Munich malt or what, to the mix. And it's, it's delicious. It's clean. It's crisp. It's a perfect Oktoberfest beer. And I did fill up that, that uh, one liter and drank three and a half, I think, Sam Adams, one one 
evening. I enjoyed that with The Shining. It was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, so I, I'd probably rank it in like number two or three. Yeah, Sam Adams, and I know they're they're the absolute behemoth of quote independent breweries, but uh, they for me, man, they do a lot of great stuff. That that Wicked Hazy, I think, is one of my favorite cheap mass produced hazies. It's oh, easy yeah. to get. It's everybody loves it. Uh, Wicked Hazy, the the light version, I thought was absolute utter garbage. But remember the, the their first. Um, foray into IPAs. It would have been about eight years ago. There was, was a Rebel? The Rebel IPA. Oh, yeah. What happened to Rebel? Then there was the uh, the Double Rebel. Yeah, Rebel Rouser. The Rebel then, Rouser was the session one. Oh, yeah. Well, and the thing is, too, is that they, they have one of the top beers in the world with Utopias. Yeah. And you picked up a Utopias, was it three or four years ago? I think it was even longer than that. Yeah. You, you were on the hook for, uh, what was it, 200 bucks with a buddy? Uh, 300-ish. Oh. Um but I picked up Utopia's barrel-aged uh, stout from Dogfish Head just recently. Have you had it yet? I haven't had it yet. I'm holding on to it. All I'm right. save it for a future show. Future show. Yeah. As we sort of round out 2021's special release series. Somebody's I don't know only getting like a $25 Christmas gift. I don't like know. All around. Yeah, I don't, I don't know yet if Bear Hands is planning a stout release uh, for this winter, but at this point, I, I hope if they do, they wait a little bit. Like, <laughs> give me like a paycheck, man, to recover so I can say, hey. Uh, and shout out to my understanding wife who's like, just do what you're, I mean, you're going to do it anyhow. Just do it. I'm like, yeah. okay, cool, cool. Yeah. We'll, we'll just thank all of our sponsors for all the beer that we're getting. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, no, I know it's it's one of those things that there's a lot of stuff coming up on the calendar or a lot of stuff starts popping up on the calendar around this time, especially around the Christmas. Um, I know Halloween is next weekend. I also like having a fully stocked beer cellar for a, not just for me, but one, as we head into the holiday season, and I've got a lot of friends and family with birthdays at the tail end of October and yeah. scattered through the holidays. It's an easy, quick gift. If I'm like, oh man, I gotta get you know my friend Ryan something for his birthday that comes up, I can just run downstairs, pick out something that I've got that I think he's gonna like that I know he's not gonna have, mm-hmm. and bam, there it is. I I like giving a lot of some of it away. I probably give away maybe 25 percent of the beers that I buy for the basement because I know that I've I've got one for me, so I may mm-hmm. as well share the one I got. But it's also yeah. fun because it's it's an easy thoughtful gift for somebody for the craft beer lover in your life. You're like. Uh, I've given away, you know, props to buddies, and just uh, maybe you've got a friend that misses out on a release. You gave like, me a prop. Yeah, you're I did. so you are so good to me. <laughs> I, <laughs> I get hooked up all left. Well, and right. whenever, well, whenever you travel, you bring me back beer, but it's just it's it's fun. Craft beer is made to enjoy, but it's also made to share and enjoy it with others. So if you mm-hmm. can have some, but man, like you know, when you're going to a wedding and yeah. you're on your way there, and you're like, oh, we forgot the card. So you have to stop at the CVS and buy a $9 card on the way because you forgot to plan ahead. Yeah. That also works with craft beer. You're like, oh, yeah. Oh, dude, we're going to my buddy's this afternoon. I haven't seen him in a while. Or he just got a new house, housewarming present. Boom. Go downstairs. Easy peasy. Yeah. And uh, if you if you get an allotment of like four Dark Lords, then you've got two to enjoy, one to take to a share, and one to, to give to one of your friends who's an enthusiast. Well, then I got to ask you, how big is your cellar right now? I'm at 109 bottles. Whoa. I'm really embarrassed. I can just rattle that off. Wow. How do but you know I, that? But I, just, I just counted recently. Because oh, okay. I, I, I looked at it and I thought, man, there's a lot of beer on the, these three shelves. And I'm trying to figure out, like, because I don't want to go downstairs one day and find out one of the shelves just gave up the ghost and dumped all my babies onto the floor. No. So I just looked at it and I thought, how, how much beer do I even have here? So I counted it. It was 109 bottles. Wow. Okay. I'm about uh, 20% uh, of that. Uh, I have, I think, 19 or 20 bottles down in the basement. 
That's currently. good though, but they're really good. Yeah, they're they're really good, but I think that the pandemic actually did me in a little bit because I'm like, uh, you know, yeah, I might just I'm not going to go to the liquor store this week, so maybe I'll have one of these and I thought you were going to say, "Well, I may as well get drunk. I have no hope." Well, that's that was the other thing too. It's like after a few uh, you know, crispy boys in the afternoon that it was like, "Oh, you know what?" It's a special occasion. Like I come up with different reasons for a special occasion all the time. Yeah. So it's like, ah, oh, I should I should open one. Dude, I have the day. exact opposite problem where I never I keep waiting for a special like a special enough occasion. Lions are never gonna win the Super Bowl. Well, yeah. <laughs> well there's that and like it's like, well, I mean, how many more family weddings do I have? None. Yeah. So I mean, I may as well. So I need I need to start ratcheting down my expectation for what constitutes a special occasion. <laughs> I know whenever my stimulus checks finally show up, that's a special occasion. Yeah, we're, we're breaking out the good stuff. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it's fun to have, but also it's it's very much that FOMO. Like I gotta have it, collect it, keep it, and I do buy mm-hmm. more than I drink. So I make sure I give some away, but it's also, it's fun because it's, it's easy. Do you keep up on the ones that you're supposed to drink like after five years, six years? Yeah, I've got okay. them all organized. You know, it's, they're like CDs. You go through and you, whatever I'm in the basement doing something, do, 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 do. I want a bit of a distraction from the uh, construction melee. Then I turn around, I'm like, I'll see what I got, reorganize it. Then I make a little pile over here of like these beers I need to drink soon. Well, how is it organized? How do you, what do you organize by? Um, usually it's by, it's by year. So on, oh, okay. on the left-hand side are like, if I, like I've got a whole shelf of bourbon county and one of dark lords that are all by year it's like 14 15 16 17 blah 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 but then as i get into smaller count beers i'll do newest first back to oldest oh so okay I, like and I've, I've run into i've i've got for whatever reason a couple of years of kbs hanging out but i've got the uh, mac and island fudge the espresso and i think i've got 2019 18 and 17 kbs still Ooh. it's one of those beers that honestly i throw in the basement forget about and I'll go downstairs, and if I've made it that far, I try to grab something you know, pretty decently impressive or heavy or something I'm going to give to somebody, and I keep just passing them over. <laughs> so they kind of collect down there. And you and I, on Music to My Beers, have done multiple KBS vertical taste tests. Oh, yeah. And the flavor does fall off after three years. So essentially, I bought mm-hmm. this beer that was six, seven, eight bucks a bottle that I just took down to the basement to ruin. So, And that's probably my problem, because I am not the type of person that has been shelving a lot of... Um, What's the word I want to use for the the macro of the craft beer industry? So when it when it comes to founders, I'm not saving founders anymore. Yeah, I'm drinking. I drank the KBS four pack, the uh, cinnamon vanilla. I drank one of those in a weekend. I also give a bottle away, but I also I drank three of those in a weekend because they make really good breakfast beers. <laughs> I mean, and I had a lot of breakfast that And I had a lot of breakfast, yeah. No, yeah. kind of on vacation, so. Yeah, you're right. And a lot of the, uh, the the bigger craft beer releases, you can you can totally go without saving. Others aren't meant to be saved. Like, mm-hmm. uh, whatever, when the last time Bear Hands had their stout release over the holidays, yeah. I made it a point to try to polish off as many as I could yeah. over my Christmas vacation because they even told you. They're like, these these aren't, you know, made to, to sit on. They're made to enjoy, so enjoy them. And enjoy that peanut butter stout because it is so delicious. Oh, my goodness. That's one of my favorites. That release, and I think I fingers crossed. The last uh, I'm trying to think. The local, the last local something I sh- I saved was uh, Friend of the Devil from the Crooked U. I had one that was two years old. Have you had that one yet? I I just that was the last thing I had the seller that was that was locally aged, and I yeah I took it down one weekend. It was it was fantastic. Can it hold out for a little while longer? Because I've got yeah. one of those on the shelf too. Yeah, um, Sean and Andy and Alan from the Crooked U handed to me for my birthday a couple of years back, and they said this is definitely meant to be aged and ages very well. Cool. 
but my only regret is I, I didn't have more. Uh. Uh, you know, so uh, so yeah, I, I like to keep the seller stocked because it's, it's fun to give away. But um, maybe we'll see. Maybe you and I have a holiday, a nifty gifty. We should do it like a nifty gifty show. I or know like our holiday the, show. Well, I know there's the company like employee secret oh. Santa. Yeah. Maybe we should do our own music to my beer secret Santa, where it's just like yeah. I'll get you and you get me, and we'll pretend <laughs> we'll we don't put our know. names in the hat. <laughs> yeah, like oh, I got Zach. Okay, I'll keep it to myself. But yeah. um, all right, okay, got a few things going on when it comes to uh, the happenings around town. Um, we'll get to the Big Bear Ultimate Tailgate in just a second because I got a c- couple questions for you. But Schlafly, they're one of the OG like craft beers here in town, and they've since made a return. They're going to release perfect, just in time for winter, the Stout Bout 12-pack. I'm listening. Yeah. So they've got uh, their Mexican chocolate stout that clocks in at 6%, a vanilla milk stout, a salted caramel stout, and an oatmeal stout. And I guess they all kind of clock in at around 6%. But it's their Hall of Fame um, beers that have, uh, I guess, been featured in some sampler packs in the past years. But the stout bout is going to be just a complete stout pack. And I've liked that. I like what uh, Elysian did with their pumpkin beers, where they put all the pumpkin beers into one pack. So it's not like you're getting a little here and a little there. Like, you can just do the whole pumpkin gambit and uh, hmm. and bring it for some buddies. That's what I might do next weekend. Now that I think about it, because we got some family coming into town, and then we've also got porch beers with uh, people trick or treating and stuff like that. So as people come over, then I'll, you know, you know how how we do, how we throw down in Zach's. Yeah, beer. with the adult trick or treating. Yeah, yay. Uh, next date to remember is November sixth. That is Learn to Homebrew Day with Mega, and it's going to be at the Third Horse Craft Beverage Supply. Um, you can sample. You can also learn how to homebrew and hang out with the Mega Club, especially if it's a hobby you want to get into. Um, and you can probably just bring your equipment out there and suit up. Ten to four is when it runs till. I think it takes about five hours typically. When I've brewed beer in the past, it's taken about five hours. Just plan for a good long day if you're going to be out there brewing. Pace yourself. Pace yourself. Yeah, with all the trials and stuff. And then last but not least, the Bears Ultimate Tailgate returns. Coming up Saturday, our one-time this year engagement. We're going to try to cram a season's worth of home game partying into one afternoon. We'll be at the corner of uh, Van Ness and 23 at the legendary Zolman Tire parking lot. Home for the last umpteen billion years of the Bears Ultimate Tailgate. We will have some chances for you to win your way in last minute on the air this week as we lead up to it. So just listen to Darcy and Pauly. Awesome. From 2 to 6, we're going to have some Bud Light. We're going to have some Monterey Mexican uh, food. Sweet. Bar oh my goodness, I'm so I'm so pumped. Yeah, it'll just it'll be great to be out and uh, it'll be fun to see everybody. It's kind of like we're getting the band back together because I think the last yeah. time we did it was pre-pandemic. So yeah, it's, gonna uh, be, it's true. It's going to be weird. Everyone's like, all right, so where do we put all those extra tables? Where what to, <laughs> where's the bank? The fences. Where did anybody? What about the parking signs? Do we remember those? Oh, so, it'll be muscle memory for you guys. You yeah, guys will have it. Yeah, yeah. Believe it or not, yes, you're right. Getting drunk in a parking lot on game day weekend is like muscle memory for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, and uh, if you don't win on the air, I know you can go to 1039thebear.com and, and actually get registered. Look at you. Tickets. I did, yeah. I did a little research. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. All right, uh, Zach's correct. So if, uh, you know what? If if not, we'll see you on uh, on Saturday, Zach. I hope you'll be able to make a stop out. It'd be fun. That'd be a lot of fun. I don't. I don't I, hey, that afternoon. I will put you on the list. Buddy. Okay, cool. I appreciate it. Yeah. Hey, uh, from all of us here at Music to My Beers, cheers. cheers. EBVs and CDs. Whether it's jazz, classical, country, or rock, music and beer, there's always the perfect arrangement. Michiana's first, best, and only show dedicated to craft beer and drinking music. Music to My Beers on 1039 The Bear.
podcast by Federated Media.